My name is Andrea. Next month, I am 39 years old. I live in Brussels with my daughter Juliette and my husband Jan. We live in a flat that is bright and airy, and in the garden, the wisteria is days away from exploding into hundreds of purple blooms. We're very, very lucky. Belgium, like France, is in lockdown. I'm here at Mannequin Piss, the symbol of Brussels and indeed of all of Belgium. Normally, it would be heaving at this time of day. Today, at this time of day, today, it's empty. My daughter turned six years old in March. She had a small group of friends over after school for her birthday. They played for a couple of hours and had some nice food and ate lemon drizzle cake decorated with rainbow sprinkles. A couple of hours after the children went home, the lockdown was announced. A birthday celebration with friends would have been impossible beyond that point. I run a small NGO, or a think-and-do tank, as we like to call it. It's called Flair. We help people from all walks of life come together to reimagine our shared future with courage. And despite the fear and uncertainty of this crisis, I am happy. My inner state is peaceful, and I have huge hope for our world. I don't go out much at the moment. I make the bare minimum food trips. I go to the bakery sometimes, and I take lakeside walks in the dark once my daughter is asleep and the streets are quiet. It could feel creepy being out and about, but it doesn't. You can hear laughter behind the closed windows. Gentle Brussels is as sweet and warm as ever, even more so. I have even begun to love the austere shape of the Holy Cross church steeple. I find the light of its eerie bell tower lit against the night sky oddly reassuring. It's decades since my religious faith vanished, but the comfort I get from this sense of togetherness growing between people in this crisis feels as close as I can possibly get to holy. I think we can all feel it in each other's glances, in our smiles. I think we have compassion emanating from our pores at the moment. And I think many of us feel relief in a way at this new slowed down reality. The fast pace and convenience of our old life have vanished, but we all look quite happy. Our perceptions of what's normal are shifting so quickly. A few weeks ago, someone wearing a face mask would have seemed a hypochondriac. But now lots of people are worried and wearing them, and all feelings are legitimate. And the lines between right and wrong are shifting so fast. For example, a small increase of my rent a few days ago felt like an act of audacious immorality and small-mindedness, when only a month ago it would have barely got my attention. And yet I know that my landlord is a good and sweet person and I'm pretty sure he has a functioning moral compass. It must have felt normal to him, but it no longer felt normal to me. The new normal is being born right now and during labour everything goes. When I was in labour with my daughter, I was told off for some very mild swearing which clearly felt normal and necessary to me, but not to my midwives. 
It made me feel like I didn't matter and so alone. And I promised myself I would not give birth again if I can help it. Different filters for reality can feel jarring. We can feel like we're inhabiting different universes, but we are not. We are in this together, heading out into our new world together. These differences in perception are going to keep shocking us for a while, but they will fade before long. We are one wherever we are in the world, rich or poor. A new world is being born with new rules for us to invent. And this flux we're in is a once in a generation opportunity to redefine our moral order and to rebuild our societies. A new political economic arrangement that can deliver the things that really matter and that we truly believe in is now a possibility. The first thing we need to do is to rewrite the foundational story of our society. We need to replace the individualist consumerist story at the heart of our old world with something that puts humanity and solidarity first. If there's one thing that we've all learned from COVID-19 is that we value life, safety, community, dignity, compassion so much more than we value GDP and growth stats. And after the crisis, our societies will need to deliver the things we value. I think many new types of wealth await us ahead, of the kind that you can't store in a bank vault. I'm happy to be alive right now, and long may that continue for all of us. I'm sending my love to one and all.